there is a fifth dimension beyond that which is known to man. It is a dimension as vast as space and as timeless as infinity. It is the middle ground between light and shadow, between science and superstition, and it lies between the pit of man's fears and the summit of his knowledge. This is the dimension of imagination. It is an area which we call the twilight zone. We're back. Hey, everybody. Purple Pill Show. Here we are again. The PP Show is back. Oh, geez. Timbot Das. <laughs> Timbot Dose. It's Timbot Dose. And Dose. you are. Here, uh, no, I am. Uh, the code. I am the code. Yeah. I am the code. Purple Pill Show. Oh, boy. We're back again. This show is called Judgment. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> oh, shoot. Judgment. Mm-mm-mm-mm. That's what we're going to get into. It's gonna be fun though. It's not gonna be a. It's not gonna be a down show. You think judgment? You immediately start going. Hell, oh, no. I think hell. Hell I think, fast. Oh no! Someone's gonna judge me. I'm gonna judge. <laughs> hell fast. Hell fast. Hell house. Yeah, remember that's that? right. Remember the hell yeah. house? That was terrible. Yeah. Uh, this is the show where we suspend our beliefs on what was and what is, and we use our imagination on what is and what could be, so we can transcend the matrix, hack the 3D, and exit. The Truman Show, right? Just yeah. like, uh, uh, who just, can't wait to do that? I know who wants to stay the way <laughs> things are. We got right. World War Three on the horizon, supposedly. We got, uh, uh, you know, sea levels rising, supposedly. All these different things. The temperatures changing. Temperature. A couple degrees. <laughs> it's winter, but degrees. the temperatures changing. <laughs> and it's mass hysteria. Dogs and cats living together. Um, <laughs> So welcome back, everybody. Okay. And uh, so we're going to start off with uh, everybody's favorite new intro, the Mandela Effect, some new Mandela Effects that I have uh, come across. Super trippy, these things. They might they might be older <laughs> to some people. They, these, these particular ones, apparently on this new timeline, these ones have been around for, you know, six years. Okay. But I just stumbled upon them recently. I mean, I haven't. You know, six years that's a long time so sure apparently it's been around a while yeah and, that's uh, before covid that's bc <laughs> before covid <laughs> is before cody too right before my spiritual <laughs> yeah. awakening too. right I, yeah. I had no idea this was happening this is bc material i thought it was, was berenstein bears now it's now it's berenstein right and uh apparently the, this new one is one of my favorite uh you know a sculpture we've seen throughout our school years, someone that, you know, a uh, sculpture that everyone's loved. It's kind of like uh, the statue of David. Uh, right? Oh, right. The chiseled dude, he's ripped. But this one's called the thinker. You've seen yeah, this? Yeah, yes. It's this ripped guy. It's the guy, yeah, he is he's ripped. Is, he's ripped and he's he has his fist against his forehead. Yeah, and he's thinking. And he's thinking. He's kind of, a, you know, sitting down. Yeah, he's sitting down. He's not on a park bench. He's just kind of he's kneeling almost. Yeah. He has his fist on his head. You know, and he's, the two that come to mind is the Lincoln Memorial and that man sitting there thinking. As right. far as like a guy, a sculpture of a guy sitting down. Okay, there you go. Lincoln Memorial and then... Uh, and Lincoln then this, sitting there yeah, on Yeah, he's throne. sitting there, right. And then this guy's sitting with his hand. Yeah, kind of crouched or something, sitting with his hand. Uh, his fist. His, his fist, fist on his forehead. On his forehead. Right. Okay, so now in this timeline, the Mandela Effect, uh, it's changed. It's never been a statue of a of a guy with his fist 
on his forehead. As a matter of fact, the guy's not even ripped anymore. Now he's, you know, he's just he's about <laughs> five foot two. He's about 120 pounds. No, I'm just kidding. No, 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 no. He is ripped. He's still, it's still a big statue. Uh, but now he's got, you know, he's got his hand, but it's not even a fist. So now his hand is flat in this awkward, flat position underneath his chin. If you pull up the picture I sent you, you'll see it looks very uncomfortable. Like if you even try yeah. to do it right now. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Even the position of both his arms. Right? On his knee. It doesn't it doesn't look right. He's now the hand is flat and he kind of has his chin all the way to his wrist almost. Oh yes, and his fingers are extended like it's almost like a flamingo. Yeah. It's a very awkward. It's very I mean, why would I think with my hand like this? <laughs> I mean, it's already uh, giving me, you know, it's going to break my ribs, yeah, carpal right. tunnel on my wrist. Yeah. And so what's funny is that there's these videos of these tourists going to see the statue. And the tourists, you know, they're looking at the statue. However, they're not, <laughs> they're, they're taking pictures of themselves in front of the statue. Yeah. But instead of doing the actual statue pose, they're doing the one we talked about. They're doing the fist on the forehead. Oh, yes. There's pictures of like large groups of people all taking pictures next to the changed statue with the flat hand underneath the chin. But the people and the, the tourists in the picture are all doing the fist on the forehead. And it, it's, it's messing, you know, it's, it's ruining the picture because you're not, you're not, <laughs> you're not actually, you're not doing, actually doing the, the actual sculpture. What's shown. Yeah. And, um, and the other thing is, uh, there's other residue of the fist on the forehead. It, uh, my yeah, wife brought uh, this some pictures. To my or yeah, so I've got you know, I've got the um, Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, bodybuilding book. Yeah, it's like they call it the bo- the Bible of bodybuilding. It's written yes. by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Heard about it. So any any exercise you need, it's in this book, right? So I bought this book a long time ago, and um, the kids love to go through it and laugh at all the muscle guys and muscle girls. And so I guess they were they were flipping through it and uh, my wife saw a picture of the thinking man. So the thinking man is also another pose that bodybuilders do at their competitions. They'll really? say they'll say do the thinking man. Oh. And they'll put their fist on their forehead and do the thinking man. So she she showed me in the book, look, here's the thinking man right here. It's a bodybuilder doing the fist on the forehead thinking man pose. Oh. Yeah. And then um even in art books, so art book, you know, you you uh, take a class in college, um, and the art book, they don't have the picture of the of the statue with the because you know it's been changed, it's Mandela. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but if you read the words, the description of the statue in the art books by the scholars that study art are all describing the fist on the forehead. Really, it actually yes, says yes, forehead. Doesn't yes. say chin. No, it says forehead. Weird. Says forehead. Says that's weird. Fist and forehead, and so, um, so that's pretty funny. It seems like millions of people are agreeing. We're all agreeing on the same thing. It was definitely fist to forehead, but now it is open palm, open hand to chin, to chin, like fingers extending back towards. Yeah, the throat. on the top of your that's hand. So weird. Fingers extended towards the back, towards your throat. Yeah. You know, okay. And like that. And now you're in pain. Yeah, I don't think anyone's ever I don't sat like that on purpose. Not only do I not want to think that way, <laughs> I never want to do this pose ever again. 
Right. Uh, so that's uh, that's another strange one. Look that up. The Thinker yeah. uh, statue. Okay. And then the second Mandela effect. This one is really strange because this one is massive. So the Statue of Liberty has moved locations. All right. So the Statue of Liberty famously... Uh, on Ellis Island, this is the island where all the uh, immigrants came from Europe, supposedly, right? They all took the boats over, Ireland, uh, Italy, England. They took the boats. They brought it here from Europe. France uh, brought it here. You know, that's the story they tell us. Uh, is it still here? It was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Who knows? Is this Mandela Effect Statue of Liberty is not even here anymore? Right. It's always been over in France? No, 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 no. Thank God, no. Statue of Liberty is still in New York, in the bay there. Um, but it's no longer on Ellis Island. Okay, so this is the island everyone came over. You would see the Statue of Liberty. You would read the inscription. Yeah, immigrants. Yeah, bring your tired, weary uh, bodies to me, and I'll give you rest or freedom. Yes, yeah, so uh, I come here for free. Yeah, sure. And then you get processed, and you go to New York and start your life, open a you know pizza parlor or whatever you want to do. Well, now there's apparently... And that was the only island in the bay, right? Uh, for my, at least in the old timeline. But now there's mm-hmm. two islands in uh, in New York uh, Harbor now, and uh, Ellis Island is has no Statue of Liberty on it, and now the Statue of Liberty is located on Ellis Island. Oh. I mean, uh, on Liberty Island. Excuse me. Wow. So Ellis Island is where it always was, but now. Fantastically, in the new timeline that we're at, it's the Statue of Liberty is on Liberty Island. Now, that seems a bit redundant, okay? Yeah. If the Statue of Liberty was brought here by France, and, and, you know, I don't think they would name it the Statue of Liberty on Liberty Island. Liberty, 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 you know, Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. Liberty. <laughs> now it's the commercial. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's, it's just a little too redundant. So it seems odd that the Statue of Liberty now is no longer on Ellis Island where it would make sense because that's the beacon of hope. And you get processed through that island. Now it's right. I'm sorry, everybody coming here. You're not going to actually be able to, you know, touch or get close to the Statue of Liberty. You just see it passing by Liberty Island. As you pass Liberty Island and go to Ellis Island, that's where we're going to process you. And so, uh, the weird thing is, there's you know videos and pictures on the internet now of people on Ellis Island walking up to where you know you would you would get processed back in the old days for immigration and there's like a big spot where the statue of liberty should be and it's not there and it's like why why is this why are we all walking up to this you know empty kind of like pedestal type thing really yeah so it's really strange and then of course across the way is liberty island where the statue of liberty is so so have you looked into this at all and like seen like old maps i mean is that an island that was just formed out of nowhere like recently or is it uh, has it new, always been there well like according maps to from the past you know what i mean so according to this new timeline it's always been here the, the island the island liberty island has been here with the statue of liberty on it and there's always been two islands in the new timeline where we're living right now yeah. where we're talking recording this episode there's two islands liberty island that has statue of liberty and ellis island however the residue from the previous timeline of which we come from Okay, because there's only been one island. There's still a pedestal. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, my wife and I went to New York City last December, and we were looking out 
uh, we went to the top of the Empire State Building. We were looking out, looking for the Statue of Liberty, and there it was. And I only saw one island out there. I don't remember seeing two islands. Yeah, that's what I was asking if if, if that was just an island that just popped up out of nowhere. Yeah, basically for for all intents and purposes, yes, it did just pop up out of nowhere. I'd have to look at either that or maps. we popped up into this timeline out of nowhere. But what's funny is um, there is a painting, a famous painting, right? Um, uh, so a person shared this on Twitter, an image of this old painting of the Statue of Liberty, but despite how it is in real life uh, with the two islands, Liberty Island and Ellis Island, there are no additional islands in the background. So either the painter was too lazy to paint the other island and just thought the painting looked better without them, or maybe this painting is residue of the collision between this dimension and a dimension where the Statue of Liberty is on Ellis Island. Okay. And here's that. I'm going to say this. I don't think a painter would get lazy about something like that. Right? In, in his artwork. No. Here, I'm going to send it to you. Look at this. Because anytime I've ever drawn or painted something. Look at this painting. I've always kept it as accurate as possible to what I'm looking at. and Right. So there, there's the painting. Where's the other island? See? Yes. That doesn't make any sense. And then here's, here's, there's a pedestal. Here's a, here's more pictures. Yeah, the pedestal where the with where, nothing, <laughs> where the Statue of Liberty should be. Like some random tower or something. That's wild. I mean, this is weird, right? You look at these pictures. Like, isn't Statue of Liberty supposed to be right there? Yeah. With the, <laughs> with the three, it's gone. It's not there. Why? Why isn't it there? I mean, that is really strange. What is this? <laughs> so Shouldn't it be there? Oh, yeah, right. So there's no documentation anywhere that it was actually moved? No. At any point? No. Wow. Look at this. You can't believe it, right? We're all sitting here stunned looking at these pictures. <laughs> it's a trip. No one knows. It's Ellis Island. Okay, there's Ellis Island right now. All right, here's Ellis Island. Okay, that's where you get processed. All right, it looks very old world too, by the way. Yeah. And then, and then there's no Statue of Liberty there. Yeah, so I guess we could encourage listeners to research this themselves. <laughs> I mean, this is pretty. This is pretty strange. This is a weird one. Why? Why? What is going on here? This is making me scared. <laughs> <laughs> this is making me scared. Uh, okay, so here, so there's Ellis Island, and there's Statue of Liberty on Ellis Island. There's the painting. Yeah. Okay, but there's no. That's funny. There's a walkway to a pedestal with nothing on it. <laughs> okay, then this is the other thing. This is going to sound pretty crazy, but I saw in a thread. This is from uh, this is from um, the Mandela Effect uh, wiki, right? Mm -hmm. I saw in a thread that apparently, if you put in certain specific coordinates on Google Maps, it'll appear that the Statue of Liberty has just disappeared from Liberty Island. I'm not sure what the coordinates are. These images might be Photoshop, but if any of you guys could try to figure it out, that'd be great. Um, and so people are just kind of playing around with this, you know, and it could be a Google, uh, 
you know, malfunction or whatever. But, you know, these pictures uh, are showing it completely removed. Oh, that's so weird. And then the paint, but the painting is smoking gun. The painting is smoking gun showing Ellis Island with no Liberty Island and the Statue of Liberty being at the front of Ellis Island. Yeah. So that's strange. But I mean, it's all a positive, right? We have two islands to go to now in New York uh, Harbor uh, as opposed to one. But yeah, I was looking at my phone because my daughter went there a few years back. She was in uh, New York and got a picture with the Statue of Liberty. So I was going to see if I can pull that up. Yeah, she on she on Ellis Island. Yeah, right. I don't know. Here, That'd be great. What do you think? That's her, and she's on the ferry. And there's must be Liberty Island. There's that has to be Liberty Island in the new timeline. Right. Let me see. You want to, might want to ask. I'm trying her, to compare. Yeah. Did you see Ellis Island with these weird, you know, this weird <laughs> church type? My dad. This was uh, what four years ago. She would have been nine. I could ask her, what do you remember about the statue? Was there two islands or one? Right. I'll just start interrogating her. Here's a picture of the two <laughs> islands. Yeah, this is so strange. There was never two islands. There was only the one. It's so strange. Here, look at this. I'll send it to you. Hey, so did you... Look at this one. Oh, come on. There we go. So there's the two islands. Oh, yes. You see, I don't, I don't, that wasn't there. This other island wasn't there. So strange. Yeah. Really cool. All right. So uh, there is, there's the Mandela effect that's going to freak everybody out, and, uh, <laughs> including me. Now I'm losing sleep. Yeah. Um, and so I wanted to go to, We could do the topic. Judgment. Let's do the topic. Judgment time, baby. All right. So um, so for judgment, okay, you, we've got two different things going on here, right? We've got just, it doesn't make sense, okay? The, 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 the mainstream theological uh, the mainstream church theological idea of judgment makes zero sense and is freaks freaks people out when you're when you're in the church and you're this is the like crux of absolute terror right whether you believe what they want you to believe or whether you don't you're still even if you believe what they want you to believe you're worried about other people your friends your uncle they're they're going to all be judged right oh of right? course and even then so, but I'm saved, but they're going to be judged or, and then, you know, reverse, you're not with your family group, you're not in the church. And then you're like, well, just, you know, it's going to be fine. But in the back of your mind, because of your uh, extended family, you know, you're, you're thinking, and you know, I'm going to be judged one day, you know, what's going on here. So, you know, then you start thinking about it and uh, like Holy Spirit, you know, give, gave a download of something to, along the lines of, you know. You're gonna you judge yourself for mistakes, things you may have done, right? You judge others right. for multiple reasons, 
All right. And where everyone's doing all this judging and, and it, it really starts hurting. You get depressed because of it. You think less of yourself because of it. So you know, you're going to be judging yourself all this time, every day, multiple times, right? You judge others, people, and you fear them judging you. My initial thought is that's the exact opposite of the, you know, the the theme of Christ's message, like the of main, love, the, the law the of love. Love yourself, you know. Love, you, love I, God. I'm in you. He is in me. I'm in you. Right. Right. So God's in you. Love yourself. Love others. Right. Love the your message is not judge yourself. Judge. Others. <laughs> You, it doesn't make yeah, <laughs> it's the opposite. Right, it's love God, love your right. love your neighbor uh, right. as yourself. And so, you know, what, what? How could that make sense? You're judging yourself. You're judging, and your fear of judgment from other people judging you, right? Oh, of course. Then you're gonna die, and you're gonna go see God, and, and he's, get judged. And he's gonna judge <laughs> you too. Okay, so we yeah. have to we have to start differentiating between God and Godzilla. Right, oh, the raw, go. just yeah. the, the monster. Yeah, God and Godzilla. Is this God's right? message or <laughs> Godzilla's? <laughs> right, is this God or Godzilla? That's what we got to figure out here. So, you know, with all these different quotes uh, in the scriptures, I like that Godzilla blew fire. So. <laughs> right, yeah, right. <laughs> it's gonna melt it's you. Putting a really good image. Um, yeah, yeah. No one wants it to be Godzilla. Just raw. Do we have the sound effect of Godzilla? That'd be great. Oh, that would be. Sick. Oh my goodness! Don't listen to that. I just that. immediately think of burning in hell, like fiery <laughs> hell. Oh, uh, I immediately think of a uh, you know some some uh, some Japanese guy in a big rubber outfit crushing <laughs> crushing a model of Tokyo. Right, right. Um, so we're going to go through some of these scriptures, and I think you're going to see that the judgment that we're that that the scriptures and the, that the master's talking about is the judgment within ourselves, right? And the judgment we deal out to others, and um, and so that's what we're going to kind of go through, so we can kind of discern and differentiate between God and Godzilla, and and which judgment is probably the right. Now there is two different types of judgment, right? We're not, you know. Uh, you're on a hike and you're coming up to a cliff, you know, you're not going to just walk over the cliff. You're going to judge that you're too high. Uh, and the cliff is probably going to lead to certain destruction. Right. So, you know, we need to learn how to, when God says to judge, okay. Cause he, cause he does, but what kind of judge are we talking about? The judge that loves, that's obviously the judgment we're talking about. What kind of judge is that? Well, I'm getting ready to judge somebody or, or, or think negatively about myself or think negatively about somebody yeah, it's else. it's usually followed by a negative thought. I'm about ready to, to cuss somebody out. Instead, I stop myself and I judge that I am operating from a lower vibration, a lower frequency of myself, right? By, yes. by, by, be, by not being loving, I'm now judging that I'm not following what the master told me to do which is love God, love your neighbor and love yourself. If I'm not doing that, then, you know, get ready for a lot of negative things. So you still have to, we, we have to judge, but we need to judge God or Godzilla. So we want to stick with God and his law and his plan and get rid of the accuser and that plan of, uh, of self-judgment on, uh, and judgment of others. Okay. So that the only judge we want to do is, judging the uh, uh the right way the the narrow path versus the the wrong way right right so so we're not getting rid of judgment totally we got to put it into context we got to use it correctly like he tells us to use it and that is to uh that is to do what he says right yeah uh, and so we're going to start off with you have a uh, well i like i mean my favorite one is the spec you know uh matthew 7 
let me remove the speck from your eye and look, the plank is in your own eye. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, remove the pebble. You know, why would you say that your neighbor has a speck in his eye when you have a boulder in yours? Yeah, when you have a plank or a tree, yeah, a, a plank, log. A log. I, you, you hear different t- translations, but it, it's, it's basically telling you um, don't judge yourself and don't judge others. You know what I mean? How can you judge others when you're judging yourself so much? As soon as you point the... He talks about your own eye. Right, right. How can you point out somebody else's... Removing that. As soon as you do that, as soon as you're getting ready to judge someone else, you've put a plank in your eye. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Whether you have one already or whether you're about to put one in there, as soon as you're doing that, uh, that's... Yeah, and I think, you know, initially when I was reading that, the first few times, I'm like, oh, well, he's talking about the, the a plant. I, I get the visual, like, oh, I got, a, you know, a huge judgment on my eye, you know, this huge plank in my eye. But it's more or less the underlying message is don't judge yourself. Right. Yeah, the underlying message is, you know, quit looking for the negative in others. Right. And quit looking for the negative in the world. It's going to be there, right? It's up to us to, you know, it's right here. Let, let me, let me, I have a verse for you here. It says right here, uh, Isaiah 11, verse 3, right? This is just what we're talking about. And he will delight in the fear of the Lord, and he will not judge by what he sees, nor make a decision by what his ears hear. Oh, yeah. Right? So Isaiah 11, verse 3. And he will delight in the fear of the Lord, and he will not judge by what his eyes see, nor make a decision by what his ears hear. Now, when it says here, we're going to delight in the fear of the Lord, you know, we're delighting that we understand the way his universal architecture, the way his laws work. Right? Now, that's, you know, the fear of the Lord is where knowledge begins, not where it ends. Right? So we delight in the fact that we understand we understand how the laws work and we understand that if we go against the law of love, there will be something to fear, right? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna create it for ourselves. Yeah, if you create it. Right. We're gonna we're gonna create it for ourselves. So the best thing you do, he will not judge by what his eyes see, nor make a decision by what his ears hear. So do not do not do not judge by what your eyes see. Or by what your ears hear, because it's going to be, you know, the 3D, the system is going to try to throw stuff at you all the time. Oh, I'm going to piggyback on that with John 8, 15. Okay. You judge according to the flesh. I judge no one. Oh, you judge according to the flesh. I judge no one. That's exactly. words in and, red. And why would he judge no one? Because we're busy judging ourselves. And, 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 and he right. is in me and I am in you. That's right. Right? So he doesn't have I'm to. I'm the light, you're the light. We're so, so, so we're doing it ourselves anyway. Say it again. Uh, that's John eight fifteen. You judge according to the flesh. I judge no one. I judge no one. Why would he say that? I judge no one. Because he doesn't have to. Because we're too busy doing it all the time. Yeah. You know, that, that, that's why he doesn't have to. Because we're busy doing it. Right. Okay. And... <laughs> Hey, everyone gets what they want. <laughs> Whether they like it or not. <laughs> and then uh, John 8 and verse 16. But even if I do judge, he says, my judgment is true, for I am not alone in it, 
but I and the Father who sent me. So what does he mean there? Well, he was talking about, I didn't say we're getting rid of all judgment. We still have to discern. I choose to use the word discern. We still have to discern what we're about to speak into existence, what we're about to think into existence, right? right? We have to reject the negative, reject the fear. So that's judgment, right? Discernment. Yes. Knowing that, oh, I'm about to go on the wrong path, which, you know, uh, the word sin means on the wrong path, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. Right? Sin means on the wrong path. And then repent means back on returning the right path, to the returning to path. the right path. Right, so we have to we have to at least judge that much, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got another one over here, uh, and it's gonna be. I found a really good one on Proverbs. Dude, I'm trying to find it again. Uh, Luke twelve verse fourteen. This is the master, but he said to him, "Man, who appointed me a judge or arbiter over you?" Right. So again, he's, he's saying there, you know, you got to deal with your own stuff. You, you have to, you, you're going to, why would I be appointed the judge when you're already judging yourself? You're already right. making your own choices. Right. Right. So then um, a lot of people, they go, well, he says here, he doesn't want to judge, but over here he says he does want to judge. No, he's talking about two different judgments. One judgment of your day to day, moment to moment of others, the world, how it's affecting you, okay? These are the things we have, because another uh, in another verse, he says, you know, don't worry about anything. Uh, believe you've received it and it will be yours, right? Yes. Give no worry to the world. We've heard that a bunch of times, okay? So that's how you can know that he's, because if you, if you read the, um, the New Testament, if you read the scriptures, that's what he's always kind of going in between, is uh, the world, and what is that? The inner world and the outer world, right? Yes. He's going between those two. And then the law, what you're supposed to do. Love God, love your neighbor as yourself. Right. Hey, I found that one that's Proverbs. Okay, go ahead. Um, I wanted to deep dive into what you were talking about a minute ago. It's Proverbs 2, 7 through 9, right? So this is kind of deep, right? He lays up sound wisdom for the righteous. He is a shield to those who walk uprightly. He keeps the paths of right judgment and preserves the way of his saints. Right. Right? Then thou shalt understand righteousness, understand judgment, and equity. Wow. And ye every good path. There you go. That's see, exactly correct. You're, you're, you're towing the line between the two. Right. Okay. The only judgment that we are called and to, it's a to fine make. Line. Yes. The only judgment we're called to make is the one. Are of you doing what? Yes. Right. The one that master says or the one or, or all the others. Right. You want to, yeah. you want to judge whether you're on the right path. That's the only judgment right. you want to do. Hey, that's like that line in the serenity prayer. Do you know that? Mm. Grant me the serenity oh, yeah. to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And the wisdom to know there it's it the is. The discernment. That is the discernment. That's that's the only judgment we're 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 called upon, right? We got <laughs> correct. We got, uh, we got John it's... three verse nineteen. This is the judgment. Okay, <laughs> here he goes. This is the judgment. 
Is that, this God or Godzilla? <laughs> right? I'm scared. I don't the, know. This is the judgment that the light has come into the world. I am the light. You are the light. Right. Okay. This is the judgment that the light has come into the world and men love the darkness rather than the light for their deeds were evil. Right. That's the only judgment that we're even supposed to either you accept that the lights come into the world or you keep going down your own path and you love the darkness rather than the light because you know that your deeds were evil. Right. That is the only judgment we're supposed to discern between not, you know, whether this guy is, you know, doing what I would do in a certain situation or what he looks like or uh, the world at large. This person's evil. That person's not. This person's yeah. lifestyle. Is, Any other judgments is, is irrelevant. Right. It's going to it's going to beat you up. Yeah. Every other judgment is just going <laughs> to come. You'll get reaped. Yeah. It's just going to come right back on. I read uh, there was a spiritual friend. Um, it was about a Neville Goddard. Uh, quote about judgment and basically this guy said that uh you know he was saying that you're basically you know you judge you, you, we're gonna be we judge every day but when you judge the other whether it's the homeless guy that's been annoying you or what, what your boss or whatever whoever it is yeah every judgment you made against that person in your mind or with words with someone else Every one of those judgments are going to come back on you tenfold. Tenfold. They're going to. Right? You're going to start being judged on all those same things. Yes. Oh, you, no. Oh, you know, you're going to start be put in a position where you were judging the homeless guy because he doesn't have the will to work or, or he doesn't have certain things, um, and then you're going to be put in that same position of you didn't have as much as you know your boss or or the other sales guy or your colleague or you know I'm just giving different examples here. Just just look out for that if if you if you. Uh, Know, judge someone and you knew it was wrong i mean it says right here matthew 7 1 dude do not judge or you will be judged that's it that's I mean, it that's it that's it right there <laughs> that's period. it right there done and <laughs> for the same way you judge others you will be judged and with the measure you use it will be measured to you oh i mean that's a, i'm speechless that's, I mean, that's pretty, I mean, that was just saying that. So right. Forget spiritual friends. I mean, that's the I master mean, right there. Yeah. He's coming right at you. Now, this is the thing I want to tell you too, right? Is that if you can catch yourself, if you can stop yourself in the moment, I don't know about time, like if it's five minutes, I don't know the, you know, the grace period yeah. that, that the, the universe, shot clock, I, I don't know. 20, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you get a 24 seconds before you can make the basket, <laughs> but I do know, I do know that there's something called taking it out of the law. Okay. Uh -huh. And if you can stop yourself within a reasonable amount of time, I guess everyone's different. And you can remember and go, Oh shit, I shouldn't have done that. I really shouldn't have thought that about that person. I don't believe that about that person. You can say out loud or in your mind, I take it out of the law. And I just take that the judgment, right? Of correction. Yes. And returning to righteousness. Takes it out of the law. Right. You are forgiven. Right. Your sins are transmuted immediately. Right. That's what that's what eternal forgiveness is, dude. That is what it is in the moment, in the, as it's you're doing this. Just the mere act that you of loving your of name. loving yourself Rather too, than, right? You recognized yes. that what you had done five minutes ago, ten minutes ago, who knows what the okay uh, statute of limitations are, but just you recognizing that it, you went too far and wanting to take it out of the law, wanting to be better and you know saying I'm not going to do it the next time. Just that alone is enough to just change the world right there. And you get a couple free throws. You There's did, no you shot clock yeah, violation. Yeah, no, no, no. But I mean, you get six fouls, you're out of the game. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, this ain't no, right. this ain't no in, in season yeah. tournament. Okay. Um, you get teed up. <laughs> you get teed up. <laughs> just boop. 
No. So no, no, no but you no, can do that. You can. We've take said that in other episodes. Yeah. Just the mere act of trying to change will right. change the world. That, that changes the world. Yeah. You don't have to master your any of world. This. Yeah. For sure. Oh, right away. You'll see it taken out of the law. Things will immediately start going back to the fifth dimension where you want to be. You know, we're in this. Uh, if you do what he says, you'll live in this fifth dimension. As we, as we are, you and me especially, as we are seeing, I'm kind of going through this thing. Mm-hmm. We're 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 staying longer and longer in the in the in the land of Oz, and less and less in the in the land of the world. Yeah, right? and you get you get more familiar with the universal laws. Oh, and yeah, not you know breaking them. So much. Yeah, well, you don't want to break them. Right. Right. You don't want to break right. it. You just got to be honest and try to do what's right. And don't, you know, well, I can't tell them the truth because I might lose this or I might, you know, don't just move forward. Yeah. Love God, love your neighbor as yourself. Sure. And uh, yeah, John eight fifteen. you a judge according to the flesh. I am not judging anyone. Yeah, because we're busy. We're too busy doing it. He has no time. <laughs> Dude, he's so, just up there laughing. No. Right, right, right. So, you know, if you are talking to your mainstream church friends or, or spiritual discipline friends and they want to throw a big fear campaign, you know, you got to have your discernment up, right? Is it, are we talking about God here or are we so, talking about Godzilla? Okay. Because right, if it's Godzilla, right. it's man-made, it's fake, it's made up. There's no Godzilla. I wanted to add to that. You know, I've, I've known a lot of people that are steered away from church. Right. Because of Christians that judge in there. They feel like they're, you yeah, know, or the implied judgment. Overpowering. Right. Yeah. There's well, a bunch of Godzilla. You're, yeah, right. You're in church <laughs> now. But if you don't, right. you know, if you don't succumb now, you, so you've been to judgy. church. For, I've heard people say they're too judgy. I've gone to different churches where you, you're in there. Yeah, too judgy. Right. Wow. That this. is a term. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. You've heard yeah this. I like church. I had fun when I went with my grandma for so Christmas judgy. and stuff, but. You know, it feels a little too judgy sometimes. Well, yeah. you know, we were, uh, my family I love and I, your Jesus. I don't like your Christian. Right, right. We, we were uh, <laughs> looking for a new church not too long, you know, maybe a year and a half ago or something. And yeah. um, we were going to different ones. And we went to one like three or four times. And we thought we could just keep going, you know, with a no prop, with no judgment. <laughs> right? Yeah. We get in there and pretty soon we're like, you know, we're just having coffee. The band's, you know, we just wanted to skip the band and get to the uh, sermon. So we're kind of out there sitting in the lobby drinking coffee and kind of talking and uh, this guy starts kind of floating around like he's like he's security or something right but he's an older guy so he's not security but he comes up and he goes well we've noticed you've you know been coming here you know a few times now and cool want to cool. see if you wanted to sign up well well it's kind of cool but like how do you know that we've come here a few times and well, that's you know inviting. that we're not <laughs> I mean it is but but can I just come friendly. yeah I know but can I just come yeah you know do I have to sign up now I don't want to sign up so that's why basically, you know, we were just being real nice going, yeah, we don't know. We the band's whatever. We just were here for the sermon. Uh, I kind of felt like, you know, you have to shit out and get off the pot type of thing. I guess you can't just go to churches for a long time. We noticed not. through our facial recognition cameras <laughs> that this is your third time here. Yeah, yeah. The, the Holy Spirit told us you were heathens <laughs> and that you're just coming for the free coffee and donuts and for your kids to be babysat wow. when you guys make out in the pews. That's not going to work Please for us. Please come with us downstairs. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just kidding. Uh, but no, I'm not kidding about the guy following us around and kind of. Sure. Uh, at, no. A lot of places are very inviting, and in, in, they they have greeters yeah. at the door. Yeah. Maybe he did notice something. No, well, I mean, like, give me the oh. pamphlet and let me go on my right. merry way. Right. You know, not, right. I've noticed you've been here five times. Are you going to sign up now? Are you going <laughs> oh, to it's not that bad. You no, know, it was. It was oh, pretty trippy. It was pretty trippy. Oh, wow. 
And Randy Mr. was like, Mr. Eh. Anderson. <laughs> yeah, hello, Mr. Anderson. Are you ready to become part of the church now? We have a great sermon on Godzilla tonight. <laughs> Uh, so that's what we want to we want to make sure, right? For for God did not send the uh, John three seventeen. For God did not send the Son into the world to judge the world, but that the world might be saved through Him. Ah, uh, there you go. There you go. Right? For God did not send the Son into the world to judge the world, because He's here it, to save because it. there's enough judgment here to go for, for, to last a freaking eternity, but that the world might be saved through Him. Yeah, how would be saved? Be, love God, love your neighbor as yourself. Done, done, done. Right. He who believes in him is not judged. He who does not believe has been judged already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten son of God. Now, what does that mean? What's the only begotten? What's the only name? What's the name of the only begotten son? Well, it's a lot of different names, right? Yeah. But uh, the, the preeminent name is I am, uh, is I am right? And, and, uh, and, and then, of course, Jesus Christ. And, of course, Yeshua. Yeshua, and, uh, Jehovah. And Yahweh, Jehovah. Yahweh. Um, so, you know, he who believes in him, in him is not judged, right? So, believes in him, okay, well, if, if, if it was just an automaton, what are you believing in? You're believing in his word, you're believing in his teachings, you're believing in his miracles that he shows you how to do them with his do teachings, right? What I say. So, so, if you believe in his teachings, that's mm-hmm. believing in him, not just... You know, you can't just have a, a T-shirt with him on it going, I believe. You know, that's not going to work, right? <laughs> Fairweather fans. <laughs> right? You know, you yeah. can't just have a, yeah. a Green Bay Packers shirt on because they're in the Super Bowl. you got to be a fan. You, you know? can't just put a fish shirt on and go to a show. you got to actually listen to the solo. You know what I mean? Tray. I mean, my God. So what does it mean? It means, it means, you know, the whole of the law is love your God and uh, and love your neighbor as yourself. And so that's believing in him. And that's why you're not judged in the way, because now you can discern and stop the judgment within yourself before it even goes, right? The only judgment we need to worry about is, are you on the right path? Are you, are you doing, are you trying to love one another? Are you trying to love God? Because right. By loving one another and not judging and not worrying about the other guy, right? About what he's doing. Everyone's you know? had that, you know, that, that thing where you know you maybe you shouldn't have, maybe I shouldn't have said that to that person. Right. Everyone's felt that. Oh, last week. Right. Yesterday. Right. And it just stems from judgment. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Take that so out of the law. So if you feel that maybe you you know shouldn't say something, don't take that out of the law. You know? Even if you think it, take it out of the law. Right. I'm not kidding, you guys. This this this. I take that the out belief, of the law. Saying that out loud. Are very powerful. Oh, the, well, they're the most. So just thinking something is very powerful. Oh, yeah. Just just thinking it, let alone saying it. And, yeah. then, and then if you have emotion <laughs> in it, too, if you have the emotion with the right, words and the right, thought, right, I mean, you might right. as well have just, I yeah. mean, you, you want to see Godzilla come out of the ocean, he will. I mean, is it God or Godzilla? Yeah. That's what we want to stop. Yeah. Yeah, right. Oh, my goodness. You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, do not resist one who is evil. But if anyone strikes you on the right cheek, turn to him and offer the other also. Matthew five three eight three nine. Right. There's no. There's no. Yeah. Exactly. Because by by striking back out at him, you're just striking yourself anyway. Yeah. And the whole thing is, no one's going to be striking you if you're on the right path anyway. Yeah. That whole message in that is to return to the correct path. Right. Right. Exactly. You don't need to resist evil. Evil won't even know you exist if you're it's just to on the get right you path. Into that thought. Right. Get rid of that accuser, right? Yeah. 
The ego is a powerful thing. The only thing you need to do, need to judge is whether it's God you're listening to or Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that's dynamite. Oh, my God. Thanks for listening, guys. Boom goes the dynamite. Purple Pill Show. Tim Bot Dose. I am the code. We'll see you next time. Yeah, for we sure. We love you. Love you. All righty.